This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And... Good evening. Do you hear the people say... What is this? The grittiness of life <laughs> in 19th century... Do you remember that? No. It's what Golden Globes. It's Golden Globes weekend. And oh. that was from when Catherine Zeta-Jones presented something for Les Mis. <laughs> and she comes out, she walks on stage and goes... Good evening. Do you hear the people say... I forgot The grittiness of life in 19th century France. Her, like, Welsh accent that I always forget about. Um, that took me so much by surprise that I, like, got really emotional about it. I forgot that she did that. Well, do you hear the people sing the Golden Globes? Or Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Golden Globes is like, they desperately want that show to be wacky, and I feel like it's the pressure to be wacky is, is on every year. And it usually succeeds. Like, we usually enjoy watching the Golden Globes. Oh, I love the Golden Globes. I love it. You will drive it. Lindsay, I think we should start with the most, um, everyone's favorite part of the Golden Globes, and definitely the people who everyone cares most about, Miss Golden Globe. The hooiest part of the Golden Globes. <laughs> the hooiest part of the Golden Globes are definitely the Miss and Mr. Golden Globe. Right, the teenagers who get no, like, no screen time and no one knows who they are, essentially. And they're always the children of celebrities. The, right. And so every year the media tries to convince us that this is a big deal, that like, oh god, like Sylvester Stallone's daughters are here, Julianne Moore's daughter is there, but they're, by the nature of the position, unknown children. <laughs> so right. you have right. no idea who they are. Right. And if it's funny, because if you kind of look at the history of Miss Golden Globe and Mr. Gold, well, I guess Mr. and Miss Golden Globe, it at some point there were actually like up-and-comers like at some mm-hmm. point there were people freddie prince jr did it uh, dakota johnson did it dakota johnson rumor willis did it uh, 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 laura uh, dern did it in 1982 um, um melanie griffith did it as yeah. well as dakota johnson so yeah so there's a precedent like every precedent. once in a while like every five years there's going to be a famous person there and right. i don't i guess the last time i'm looking through this list and what the last was the last time it was famous <laughs> It was famous, sorry. Well, Vanity that's Fair has a slideshow that's actually very helpful. Thank you, Vanity Fair. But they say the last time it was someone important was Francesca Eastwood in 2013. But no one mm, knows who she is. What? I don't know her. It's a bummer when it's someone who doesn't have their famous parents' last name. So you're actually like, who are they? I mean, if you have you have Francesca Eastwood, you're like, oh, that must be Clint Eastwood's daughter. But then you have uh, Rainy Qualley. Remember her? And it was Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh, yeah. Andy McDowell has all those very, like, beautiful model daughters. Right. And they all look like her. Well, of right. course, they do their children of the person. A.J. Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas' uh, son or daughter. I don't know. I don't feel like clicking. Um, yeah. Oh, Francesca Eastwood is uh, his daughter with Francis Fisher, the mom in Titanic. <sighs> Finally, something you can relate to. <laughs> um, okay. Why are you being so selfish? I'm being selfish. Do you want to see me working as a seamstress? Is that what you want? To see our fine things sold at auction? Our memories scattered to the winds? So, Lindsay, who are the Stallone sisters? Well, their names are Sophia, Scarlett, and your favorite, Sistine. Do they call her Sissy, you think? No, in this interview, they call her Sistine. My favorite, my favorite yeah. line from this interview that's quoted on Just Jared is, 
Just to <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Well, she is like 12, so she Oh, Sistine's the baby? Yeah, she's the one who's like, ah, I'm in middle school. They're, <laughs> um, everyone's like, well, how's it feel to be Salone daughter? She's like, I'm in middle school. Okay. Oh, I lied. That's not the one who's in middle school. The one who's in middle school is um, Scarlet Rose Stallone. She's 14. Okay. That doesn't change is, anything. Sistine is the model. She's a model. Sistine looks very beautiful um, on the ceiling of the Vatican. <laughs> oh, she's God. gorgeous, to be fair. Gorgeous. You can't take pictures of her. She's so gorgeous. You're not allowed. Okay. All right. Enough with that joke. We get it. Young Pope. We get it. Not part of the show because everyone in the Young Pope is a them. And that's why we're excited. Um... Have you seen The Young Pope yet? Because you will find that not to be true. No, there I haven't seen it yet. so many Italian who's in The Young Pope. It was a joint production of like HBO and like Sky TV. Yeah, but if you don't know any Italian people, the whole show is like uh, Di- uh, Diane Keaton, Jude Law, and like a bowl of pasta. Like it's not <laughs> clear who any of them are. I'm sorry. <laughs> a bowl of pasta? I'm sorry. Okay, so... Back to the, the Golden Globes daughters. These are the three women you're going to see on stage. You're going to be like, who are they? Someone might say, oh, they're the Stallone daughters. You'll be like, I don't know them. And you'll be right. <laughs> so is there no Mr. Golden Globe this year because they have three Miss Golden Globes? I guess so. There wasn't room for a mister. Um, I find that very rude. As a man, I'm offended. Oh, wow. Are you, do you feel I'm offended out? by the sexism on display by <laughs> the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Do you feel left out? Where is Mr. Golden Globe? That's a hashtag. That's a it's a better hashtag than fall on the globes or whatever. <laughs> but are uh, you gonna do any outfit changes or any one gown? Yeah, we were thinking about that, but I don't I think, think we're gonna, gonna do one gown. We're stick with one, one and done. It's finding, hard to shop yeah, for three finding girls. three dresses is hard enough. Yeah. So what's next? What else about the Golden Globe should we talk about? I just wanted to, because we do this before, which isn't, you know, just a very bad tradition we've we've come into. Um, let's like go over a few of the who's that might uh, surprise you and appear. And if you are unfamiliar with maybe some of the movies, like let's say you just saw kind of the general must-see films of 2016. Oh, my God. Um maybe the ones that you didn't hear about or see will give you like a little bit of context for them so you can at least pretend like you know like mm-hmm. oh okay. lion uh i know about that movie like that's the movie with nicole kidman and google you know yeah that's enough that's all you have to say and right. deb patel i just gave you one so the movie lion is definitely like a big who in this big who movie because also and also it? no i didn't think um, so. also the golden globes uh, have have so many nominated movies that like it's easier to sneak a who in a who or two in there. Oh, hundred percent. Like, you got the musical comedy and then you got the drama. It's a and silly Lion award is a show. Drama. You've got This Is Us and you've got like you know Moonlight next to each other on some sort of <laughs> list, which is insane because they the Moonlight know. table will be next to the This Is Us table. Mandy Moore's like Mahershala, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I love Moonlight Mahershala. Uh. <laughs> Um, speaking of Mahershala, we talked about him on our last episode, so I don't want to talk about him again, but he no. is also one of the kind of who's that you will definitely, I think so, have to, you know, deal with. Uh, other people in his category, uh, which is best supporting role in a motion picture, are Jeff Bridges, you know him, Dev Patel, you know him, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I've spoken about him, maybe you know him. He is uh, like hot young boyfriend of what's her name? The actress. I mean, the director who directed. Director uh, of Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades. Uh, what's her name? Very a very scandalous coupling. Her name is Samantha. Sam. Sa- Sam. Sam Johnson. Yeah. 
Sam um, Taylor Johnson. Um, uh, but then the yeah. whoiest person in this category is, his name is Sam Helberg, who you may, no, if you, you saw his him. No, you got wrong. His name is Simon. Simon Helberg. Oh, my God. Simon Helberg. <laughs> And he is in Florence Foster Jenkins as, like, the gay pianist. Like, that's all you need to know. He's the Earlier, gay pianist. Earlier, Bobby exclaimed, ah, the unforgettable role of the gay pianist in um, I believe I said the iconic role of the gay pianist in Florence Foster Jenkins. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> but he is Big Bang Theory. He's Big Bang Theory guy. He's, like, nerd. I knew he was recognizable. Yeah. So, you like, you'll look at him and you'll say, oh, him. He He's Big Bang Theory nerd. But I don't know what his character's name. You is. shouldn't say that out loud, because then people are like you watch Big Bang Theory, and you'll have to be like, "Oh no, I just heard it on a podcast," and they'll be like, "I watched Lawrence Jenkins." <laughs> um, there is a Who movie in this lineup, which Bobby and I both saw and loved, which is um, Hell or High Water, which I don't think anyone really saw. Plenty people are really loving it now that it's out to like rent. I think it's fantastic. I just I wouldn't have come across it in my normal life if someone yeah. hadn't been like here's a screener you want to watch it you know wow one of your friends participated in a very illegal activity by loaning you a screener oh my God, i was at their house and they put it on their tv get out as if you oh my god get out. i've never once loaned my screeners out to anyone get off your high horse all right so lion hell or high water mahershala ali simon helberg aaron taylor johnson who else we got for the female... Uh, oh, Lily Collins? No yeah. idea. I always forget. She's Phil Collins' daughter, right? We've talked about her. Yeah, and she's a model, or she was a model, and she has nice eyebrows, and she's in that movie that is also a who, which is Rules Don't Apply, the Warren Beatty movie that no one saw. That no one saw, and I think that on paper, Rules Don't Apply sounds like the biggest them of a movie, because it's well, like, it's, yeah. Warren Beatty is Howard back, and like, Hughes oh and... my god, Hollywood loves movies about old Hollywood. Yeah, that's why, like, La La Land is gonna sweep, even though it's a garbage. Sorry. But yeah, no one saw Rules Don't Apply. It made $30. Um, speaking of movies no one saw, but are slightly better, Edge of Seventeen, which is fine. Um, I thought it was Haley fine, Steinfeld too. is great in it. She was nominated. I know. So good for her. She's good in it. I mean, she's also hooey because of her music career, which is also good. I, I mean, I, I think some of the just, best singles of 2015 slash 2016. I think she's just it's like she's not hooey. But the fact that she has a music career and this weird movie career, it makes her hooey because it's like doing too much, but not. But she's but good she at does both. them both very well. I know. So it's kind of mean to be like she's hooey because of that. Although I kind of say that because I think it's confusing when people are like, what do you do? And she's like everything. And she's like, love myself. And she's friends with Taylor Swift, which must be exhausting in its own right. Ugh, oh, I know. Can you God. imagine trying to do movies, music, and answer texts from Taylor Swift <laughs> and every day? And Taylor Swift. Oh, girl. I mean, she is, she is a star. She is a star. Haley Dove Cameron and Sophie Turner are starring in Barely Lethal, and this trio is multi-talented. It's, it's kind of been a crazy last few months, and um, I've been working on music that will be coming in the you know in the next few months any collaborations with uh, your pal taylor swift maybe maybe <laughs> so this article shout out my hooligans in my who weekly facebook group love you to death somebody pasted this article in and it took me on a wild ride i was not expecting um the headline is gwyneth paltrow joins emma roberts and bella thorne at agent star-studded birthday party in which the who is the agent unnamed. 
<laughs> the agent is never, like, maybe called out once, but it's completely unimportant and it's definitely not photographed. Yeah, and I guess the other who is Bella Thorne, but... Um, so you have this insane article, but it starts somehow the narrative of this piece. We're in the Daily Mail, by the way, in case you haven't noticed, starts um, with Gwyneth Paltrow at Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds memorial service. And then later that day, she's at this birthday party. So already we've got <laughs> busy day. We've got a busy day. But but the article in true Daily Mail form, because it needs to hit, you know, like 800 words and it has maybe one word to say. <laughs> it <laughs> it goes into depth about the deaths of Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds, which is depressing. But the photos are of people at a party. Like there's yeah, a so picture. It's like, the memorial was attended by A-listers like mourning the death of their friend. And above it, it's a photo of like Bella Thorne, te- I mean, uh, Emma, Emma Roberts texting. Well, it's like calling an Uber. Emma Roberts was seen in a turtleneck sweater dress. Well, spelt wrong. Dress is spelt wrong. That reached past her dress. knees on her phone after leaving a party with Rachel Zoe. It's just a wonderful Daily Mail mishmash of garb. Like a computer wrote it with no empathy, you know? <laughs> dress dress being misspelled is really perfect. Dress. Dress. Um, who else was there? So it was you got Brad Falchuk, good who, good um, who. You got you got Bella Thorne with her whoey friend, um, who's not even a who. Uh, who else? Is, oh, Emma Cord Roberts. Overstreet. Cord Overstreet. Do you know who Cord Overstreet is? I never um, remember. Yeah, I watched Glee. Duh. I know who Cord Overstreet oh, God. is. You, it's not hard to remember. His name is Cord. Oh, what did he do? Me. He was on Glee, a singing show. His name is Cord Overstreet. But he could be any number of singing shows. Is he X Factor? Is he also, Is he Glee? Is he? Great picture of him next to Sean Penn. Well, not next to him, but a side by side. And the caption is Morose Men. Sean Penn and Cord Overstreet were nonchalant when leaving the party. Uh, then Sean Penn's children are there too. Yeah. Also, I was unfamiliar with the Penn children, and what if they become famous? I'm wait. nervous. <sighs> Dylan and Hopper Penn. Dealing they look like Hopper. the age. How old they are they? They look like the age. This photo makes them look like 20, 21. Do you think because it's his agent, they're, because it's like a friend of the family, so that's yeah, why they'd, they'd go, yeah. like, because you're close to their agent. Um, also, new couple, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, who I believe we haven't even really... No, we talked. Did we talk about them? We did. I forget. Very briefly. But okay. we mentioned them. But it's worth mentioning again, because I still think this coupling is sort of insane. I like it. Joe Jonas kind of just creeps me out. Um... But I'm sure he's a nice guy. She seems happy, you know, whatever. <laughs> You're... So speaking of the Daily Mail, did you see this other wonderful... We'll just do a quick piece, but I just want to read the headline of this. Mm-hmm. Ready? Leonardo DiCaprio's model ex, Roxy Horner, snuggles up to new boyfriend, Jake Bug, as they don matching outfits at London Fashion Week men's. Oh, yeah. Roxy Horner and Jake Bug. Familiar. Also, London Fashion Week men's. What happened here? <laughs> Did somebody forget <laughs> to finish the headline? London. I think. No, I think that's it. London Fashion Week men's. What? But. It's like London Fashion Week colon men's. There's no colon, my friend. But you're supposed to. Re- it's like a. it's an assumed colon. Assumed colon. They can't even spell dress right. I guess I shouldn't expect a colon to guide me. Also, who are Jake? I don't actually care who Jake Bug and Roxy Horner are. Hello, I'm Jake Bug, and you're here watching Ambi. I feel like there was something else in the Daily Mail this week. The oh. Wendy Dang piece. Oh, Wendy Dang. I don't think we've ever talked about her. We could have. Which we is a could shame. have not. I forget immediately, honestly, when I say things, which is a, a good trait of mine. So Wendy Dang, who used to be married to um, Father Time, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> uh, Father Time. <laughs> he, 
Uh, he's about 7,000 years old, and <laughs> Wendy Dang is... He's like a tree. We don't know his age until we cut him in half. Wendy <laughs> Dang the is, rings. Wendy Dang is in her late forties, um, and she there was like a big. It was a big to do because she dated. Well, at the time she was probably in her early forties, but uh, dated was married to Rupert Murdoch. Her name is Wendy Dang Murdoch, and um, didn't she, she also date Putin? She dated Putin recently. <laughs> the other thing I think when she became her most famous, maybe just more in the public eye, was when. There was that um, trial, and somebody tried to throw a pie at <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. Someone tried to throw a pie at Rupert Murdoch, and then she like, fucking got out of her seat and <laughs> slapped him in the face. Maybe punched him. I don't yeah. know how you would define what she did, but she assaulted him. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how she became famous, or that's how I first heard of her, where it was like, Rupert Murdoch's wife defends his honor in court. Um, and she sort of back and forth seen as like a badass like um an icon of doing whatever the fuck they want but then at the same time it's like why are you dating vladimir putin um you're right. a monster right so and she's friends she's with dating ivanka him trump because she can obviously but the new thing so she's as, she, as like her reputation sort of like ebbs and flows she is currently um uh, beloved because she's dating this 21 year old like Calvin Klein model um, so like let's leave her past behind let's just like slay mother yes you're 48 you're dating a 21 year old do you bitch like fuck yes oh fuck yeah and so suddenly everyone's so obsessed with Wendy Dang dating a girl who used to date Putin is a real must be a real fun adventure so if we played I don't know her Vladimir Putin and Bertold whatever Vladimir Putin would know him I mean, of course I'm he sure he's. Him. I'm sure he's. He probably has a whole like department of his government, like just keeping yeah. tabs on half Wendy. Half of his Dang. government is hacking the United States, and half of his government is uh, keeping track of Wendy Dang's new boyfriend. Then there's a sad news, which is that Girl Meets World was canceled. <laughs> Never saw it, but I know. <laughs> it's. I mean, any loss of a Disney Channel can you or Nickelodeon play, show like, Can is... you play funeral music, like sad music yes, under this gladly. as we talk? I um, love Girl Meets World. Losing, losing a Disney Channel show or a freeform show is bad news for us because this <laughs> formerly robust breeding ground for Who's is now gone. So we lost them. Uh, so, like, are we going to be able to talk about the, the stars of Girl Meets World again? Who knows? Are they going to be who's, or are they just going to go into nothingness? This is what tragic. Do you think, Lindsay? This is this is you standing up at the funeral for Girl Meets World at the pew, like giving, giving a the speech. eulogy. Everyone's yeah. crying. <laughs> everyone's like, he'll never meet World. She'll never meet World. So there's Sabrina Carpenter. I don't really know her, and then there's Rowan Blanchard, who I do know just because she's like famous on Twitter and she's like very woke. She's very smart. She's a teen and she's a, a great writer. So she like loves writing about politics and current events and like feminism and is good at it so i do watch girl meets world i have an ex it's kind of this weird i have this weird soft spot for boy meets world and so i watched girl meets world and actually was quite charmed with it and thought it was well written and funny and weird and unique and so i think the two that are going to come out of this show and be still famous and do stuff and maybe even you know them status whatever Rowan for sure just because she's so woke and Sabrina who I put on here she plays her best friend because she's actually extremely talented like I think how she's old are they really like good and she 16? also they're yeah but also Sabrina has a music career too which is kind of she's a Hallie Steinfeld she's like Hallie Steinfeld she seems like, she seems like more of a Bella Thorne to me 
she's not but you know a like Bella Disney Thorne. Channel show. Then music I know career. she's got a little bit more. I know Haley she, started yeah. with Anyways. a big Oscar movie. Ugh, get over Haley. Get Haley. over Haley. All right, so that's my sad. I think there's some other people in Girl Meets World that I don't. There are three guys that start on that show. Also, I don't think that they're going to ascend. They are not that uh, cool. I mean, how will Topanga do? Will Topanga like go on to bigger, brighter things? They don't count. None of those people count. So, should we mention Nick Vial? Yes, we were a little late because it did premiere last week, but it's gonna. It's on Mondays. God, everything is on Mondays or Sundays. Our schedule is weird. So, the Bachelor is back. It's been a while. It's long awaited. Long awaited. No. How was it? I didn't watch it. I didn't know it was going to premiere on like New Year's Day. I thought you were like passionate about it. I was, the and I didn't I didn't know it was on. God. And let me guess. Lindsay, don't bring it up. Lindsay, thing. don't bring it up. Just talk about The Bachelor. Do you think you're too far that you just can't even I think return? Maybe. You're never I think maybe, watch but it. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I just. Lindsay, whatever. don't it's... talk about it. Talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Bachelor is back. Um, I would love to do a new, a little refresher for everyone about our Bachelor because I think as the Bachelor takes up space in our culture Mm -hmm. for about, you know, three or four, three months, not even less than that or something, um, people, you hear the Bachelor's name, you hear about who he's dating, you hear about the end, right? That's it. Right. You don't really hear about the middle. You just hear about the beginning and the end. So, while we're at the beginning. You only hear about the middle if there's some, like, stunty event where it's like they left the girl on the island yeah or someone comes back or left the girl remember when they left the girl on the island they flew away yes that's why i brought it up okay um i th- I, I, I did watch remember when they left the girl on the i island. did watch the premiere i think you really should i you feel you probably feel like you're too far removed. i could do it i could do it it's on hulu i, I can do it it was fun so anyways who was nick vl if you recall from last season um nick vl is the guy who was on the show twice. He was on The Bachelorette twice. He came mm-hmm. in second place both times. The first time was with Andy, that um, woman who he ended up slut-shaming by telling everyone that he had sex with her, and she was like, uh-huh. uh, rude. Um, and then the second time was when he showed up on the next girl's season and was like, hey, remember when we DM'd like twice? Can I be on your show now? And she was like, I don't care, whatever. So he was on her show, and he both times got his heart broken. But he wasn't a sympathetic character. He was kind of a sleazy guy. Then shows up on Bachelor in Paradise um, and somehow redeems himself, I guess. Okay. If you only watch The Bachelor Did he actually redeem himself? Kind of. He just came off better. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, so is he likable in this? Is he likable in The Bachelor right now? He is. He okay. is so That's far. Good. He is so far. I mean, in, in I so feel like I as, like him. The Bachelor on The Bachelor is pretty much like a neutered man, you know? He doesn't really – he. it's hard to make waves as The Bachelor on The Bachelor unless you're Juan Pablo. They're usually pretty kind of bland on uh-huh. their show because they're not the ones causing the drama. The drama revolves around them. Yeah, okay. They're just you sort know? of – they're just watching it happen. They're just wa- – yes, they're just watching it happen and they're, you know, saying, you know, they're just at the receiving end of a lot of the stuff. So he so far is pretty – you know, just standard Nick. But this whole story about him, this whole history of him means that I think the show will be good or it'll be awful. I don't know. Who knows? Watch your own risk. 
And then the it's a two part premiere, so, right? It's like so it's going to continue this week. I get. I guess. Are they still will... in the? Are they still like in the early stages? Are they still like the, on the first night? The only drama that happened on the first night, actually, there was a little drama. So what happened was, which is very bachelory and actually very insidery. So remember Jaden, um, that other guy. Oh Jayden, yeah. Jaden, uh-huh. um, what's his name? I don't know. Jaden Bob, your Bob. Jaden Tom, whatever their names are, they got married. Um, two bachelor people got married from Bachelor in Paradise, and um, they had a wedding. And at that wedding, Nick hooked up with the maid of honor. He's a sleaze. Oh He's God. a piece of shit. He's a garbage man. Oh, wait. I knew about that. I knew about that. So he hooked up with the maid of honor. Guess who shows up on the new season of The Bachelor? The maid of honor. You guessed it. The maid wow. of honor. Wow. So she shows up. She's a doula. She... <laughs> who isn't these days? Everyone's a doula. I know. Oh, my God. She shows up. He's like, uh, oops, you again? And she's like, it's me. Remember by I found out you're on television and now I'm here. See ya. And then he basically confronts her and is like, you like didn't give me your number. Like we spent the night together and you didn't want to date me. That this that was the issue with this whole thing. And she's like, oh, well, um, I, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so basically she looked bad because it looked like that she had just saw that he was going to be the bachelor and then jumped on it. Okay. You know? So it didn't, it backfired. It backfired. So okay. that's the only kind of drama, but he kept her, he kept her around. So I think either the producers were like, that's our pick or he, you know, I don't know, liked having sex with her or something. Liked her. I guess. That's it, man. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Oh, she's in the bathtub. She loves the bathtub. Lindsay, tell us why Rita Ora loves the bathtub. Why does she love the bathtub? Uh, what does it say? <laughs> you don't even oh, Wait, know. I forgot as well. She feels good about her body, I guess, in the bathtub? I guess. You don't even know what you set me up for. It was something like... She took pictures of herself in the bathtub, put them on Snapchat. But the reason... She said something about, like, confidence and body image. I don't know. She loves her body. Whatever. That's why she's in the bathtub. And then this Sun article was like, she also went in the pool. She must love water. Good conclusion. She's like learning to love her body, which, you know, good for her. She's learning to love her body. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Also, being on the Sun website is insane because all you see is other links to things that have no, like, you have no clue what I love this one. How did Ricky Butcher afford that? Through the keyhole viewers, astonished by EastEnders' Sid Owens' mansion. I'm astonished by all of that. Every single one is weird. Gemma Lucy flashes her knickers and snogs Sophie Graydon as she hints at joining Love Island. <laughs> Wait, is Gemma the... We like Gemma, though. Or is this a different Gemma? No, this is Gemma Lucy. A different Gemma. It's just funny because British tabloid stuff, for me, just feels like a parody version of America tabloid stuff. <laughs> but I guess that's what we feel like to them also. But to me, because it just is fake stuff written a certain way... It just, uh, yeah. 
Also, yeah. The tabloids are really not on their game this week. There are several typos in this article about Rita in the bathtub. Um, Posing in the bath, the water baby, which crazy, the water baby lip sync to the slow jam Conrad, which needs quotes around it, by Autria-based English singer-songwriter Sone. So because they misspelled, because they misspelled Austria. I'm not done with water baby. Is that really in there? They misspelled Austria. They missed some quotes um i'm sorry you're surprised that a sun article about rita Ora's snapchat well i can't even trust i can't trust that they got any of this right if they're going to make all those easy mistakes and then it says they call her reets r-e-e-t-s it looks like reets spent her new years in marrakesh as she shared a video clip of herself and friends combining two of her favorite pastimes on instagram on friday also i'm Um, sorry looks like just google she figure it out yes i guess her two favorite pastimes are being in a pool and modeling also, she... I didn't. I didn't want to bring up Rita Ora's uh, money situation again because we already said that it was stupid. But, it... <laughs> <laughs> but hold on to your horses. But it came out this week that the remember how Rita Ora lost a bunch of money on some stupid thing, but she actually did lose a bunch of money because it was insured. As she said, because yeah. it was insured. The thing that she invested in was a device for a, for women to pee at festivals easier. Um, uh... called. It's called Shiwi. the Shiwi. Um, and so I, upon learning this, I was like, oh, so I've heard of the Shiwi. I've heard of the Shiwi. That's that's like a them product. But <laughs> whoops, I was wrong. There are about eight dozen companies that make this exact product. And it's they all have funny names. Vagina, it's a funnel basically. for your vagina so that you can pee standing up if you're a woman. Right. Right. And the thing is, I actually hadn't heard of the Shiwi. I had heard of another one. So every single one of these products is a who. They all have names like, let me read you some. Uh-huh. Paper Pee, Free Lax, Freshette, Go Girl. Wait, Fresh Shit? Freshette, like Freshette. Oh, that's awful. Lady P. <laughs> L- Lilium Femme, Pea Pocket, Pea Mate, Peasy, Pea Buddy, Pea Bella, Pea Bella. <laughs> Um, Shiwi, Uranel. I love Uranel. Uranel. Bella sounds like Sistine Stallone's friend, <laughs> like that she brings her to the Golden Globes. Ah, Pibella. Uh, uh, Wizbiz and P Style. I also love Ugh. France has a weird one called Pissed About. <laughs> There's nothing like trying to feminize a product, trying to desperately imply that it's a p device for women so you're just like miss p you know mademoiselle p <laughs> or you add ella to everything or yeah l. right i like you wasn't in there go girl did you take that one out because that one's a good one go girl's great yeah i mentioned go girl go girl's great oh one of the things my mom used to do that really bugged me and like you know moms do stuff that bug you that are typical like return things to stores <laughs> well yeah you're like oh mom stop i'm embarrassed that thing came from like night you know you're just like oh mom my mom used to do this one thing that a lot of the things my mom used to do that bothered me i now i'm embarrassed about for myself because they weren't that embarrassing and i do them now because i'm embarrassing to myself but my mom used to do one thing that still embarrasses me which is she would just pop a squat wherever like she like she we'd be like on a hike and i remember we were on a hike on like a very public trail and she just peed like she popped a squat and peed <laughs> Just in public. And then this year when we were in Vail for vacation, we were driving somewhere. We got stuck in this crazy traffic jam. My mom peed in between cars. 
she were got people out. in both cars? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just she just and it was a snowstorm. She got out, she had to go, and she went in between the cars and peed and I was just like this is this is insane. This is never going to end for me. Wow, Anyways. she doesn't even she doesn't even need a product. She doesn't even need a funnel. She doesn't. That's what I'm saying is like real women don't need a product. Um, it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like you're not embarrassed, and that you're like you admire her pretty deeply. Uh, pretty I really don't. I was embarrassed, and then we saw the guy with the truck again, who was in front of us, went, who definitely saw my mom just, just pop a squat and pee in the middle of the highway. Anyways, but she didn't um, get in trouble. She didn't get like arrested for public no, urination. No, but she should. Someone should arrest her <laughs> to learn her lesson. Um, um, we're done. The- here. We're so, done. There's nothing else. We really went on too long. So uh, thank yeah. you as always to Katie and Eric of The Who's. Uh, thank please, you. Please rate and review us on iTunes. We love your ratings. I saw a very, very good one recently um, that I was just very charmed by because we do read them. Um, I know. I send then, them to Bobby all the time. I have a few that I was going to send you, but I forgot. But there was one. There were some really good ones this week. Enjoy. Also, Enjoy the Golden Globes also. Be sure to watch them and give us all your questions. And we can maybe talk about the Golden Globes on Who's There this week. If there's anything that happens, if not, don't call us. If not, we're still, please keep sending us You've Got Mail to um, (laughs) screenplay ideas. We'd love to have those and take them from you. Yeah, we're still working on our screenplay. Also, shout out um, to happy belated birthday to Teresa. Your best friend Sarah emailed us the nicest thing and uh, she wanted to wish you happy birthday. Uh, And I hope it was good, even though we're late on it. So hopefully you're not mad. Um, that we're late and also happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, see you next week or later this week. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Pibella. <laughs> Pibella. <laughs> um, Shiwi. Uranel. I love Uranel. Uranel. Bella sounds like Sistine Stallone's friend, <laughs> like that she brings her to the Golden Globes. Ah, P. Bella. That was a HeadGum Podcast.